It seems to me that button is in the worst possible spot. The second button literally makes or breaks the shirt. Look at it. It's too high. It's in no man's land. You look like you live with your mother. Are you through? You do, of course, try it on when you buy. Yes, it was purple. I liked it. I don't actually recall considering the buttons. Oh, you don't recall. Uh, no, uh, not at this time. Well, Senator, I'd just like to know what you knew and when you knew it. So, so how come you're not uh, doing the second show tomorrow? Well, there's this uh, woman who might be coming in. Wait a second, wait a second. What coming in? What woman is coming in? I told you about Laura, the girl I met in Michigan. No, you didn't. I thought I told you about it. Yeah, she teaches political science. I met her on the night I did that show in Lansing. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, did she? What, 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 what is she like? Oh, she's really great. I mean, she's got a real warmth about her, and she's really bright and really pretty. And uh, the conversation, though, I mean, it was talking with her is like talking with you, but, you know, obviously much better. So, so, what happened? Oh, nothing happened, you know, but it was great. Oh, oh, nothing happened, but it was... Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, she calls and says she wants to go out with you tomorrow night. God bless. Devil you. Yeah, well, not exactly. I mean, she said, you know, she called this morning and she said she had to come in for a seminar and maybe we'll get together. Oh, had to had to come yeah, in. Yeah, but... Had to come in and maybe we'll get together. Had to and maybe? Yeah? No. No, no, no. I, I hate to tell you this. Uh, you're not going to see this woman. What? Are you Are you serious? What? Why? Why did she call? I don't know. How do I know? Maybe she, she wanted to be polite. To be polite? You're insane. All right. All right. I, I didn't want to tell you this. You want to know why she called you? Yeah. You're a backup. You're a second line, a just-in-case, a B-plan of contingency. Oh, I get it. This is about the button. December 7th, 2014. Greetings and salutations, Pendulum. Hello. Here we are for here the today. Ow. Yeah, here we are for here today. I got a pillow in the... Oh no, my list fell behind the bed. <gasps> Hold it. Hold the microphone. Okay. This is an emergency. Everyone, please remain calm. Oh. Remain calm. The, oh, the list has been found. The list has been found. Wow. Loud much? Well, you know, I went on this power trip as soon as I grabbed the mic. <laughs> oh. You know, you could hold it. You always no, told me you wanted me to. I couldn't. So, oh, so you don't want the power. Well, too I do. Too much responsibility. It's too much power. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> You're mad. Mad with power. That's right. <clears throat> so, hi, and uh, welcome yeah. to the last twip of 2014. Really? Really. Wow. That happened quick. It's the only one we're going to have this month because uh, we are off for a month later in the month for the holidays. And um, so then we'll... We're not off for a month. Yeah. We are? From TWIP, yes. Because two weeks from now would be like the week that we're off. And so we're not going to do one that week. And we'll be back in January with the results of the 2014 Pendy Awards. Now, uh, all the voting has been finalized. We're about halfway through tabulating the results. No winners have been contacted yet. So if you haven't heard anything, don't fret. Nobody's, we, haven't, we don't even know who all the winners are yet. we got to finish tabulating. We're, yeah, we're getting there. But I would like to say we had more votes this year 
than we had any other year we've ever done the Pendies. There were so wow. many more. It was amazing. So thank you so much to everybody who voted. And, and you know, that's really cool. That is very cool. Thank it's you. awesome. Getting involved is nice. That's right. Okay. Okay. Um, also, the voting for the Audioverse Awards just completed last week on December 3rd. And uh, we were we we had thirty eight official nominations. Congratulations! Yay! Right, that's pretty crazy. So thank you to everybody who nominated and voted for us. I'm not sure when the results of those will be released, but stay tuned. We will, of course, mention should we happen to win any of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then no twip until January. I mentioned. Yeah, okay. I so there's just one other thing. That's it. One other thing, but it's a cool thing. Oh, is it? Phantom Canyon co-creator and writer Jeffrey Thorne you may know is, or you may not know, but you're about to find out. I think we mentioned it before. He is a writer producer on a new show that is starting a television program called the librarians. Oh, right. On TNT. And, and it, it starts tonight. Oh, tonight. And, and if it sounds somewhat familiar, there were some like made for TV movies called the librarians. This yes. Directly follows those. I believe there was a trilogy of movies that aired on TNT starring Noah yeah. Wiley. Um, the librarian and they have like different subtitles and this is a show that picks up from there but you don't have to have seen those movies to enjoy the show it's going to bring in a whole bunch of new characters and noah wiley is on it but there's Re rebecca romaine and john larroquette and christian kane and uh i think bob newhart's on it too really? it's crazy yeah and noah wiley so it's great and you should check it out and that is it starts tonight december 7th on tnt and it's gonna be on every sunday so yeah it's tv and it's like free Stuff. And TV. Phantom Canyon co-creator, co-writer Jeffrey Thorne. He, he's a writer, so look yep. for his name in the credits. I don't think he is in the pilot one tonight, That, but he, he'll, he's he got episodes coming up, so you keep an eye out. And you watch that show! Yeah! Okay, wow. From Westchester County, New York. We have Herman Edward <laughs> Edward Herman on the line, and that's staying in. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Because I have no shame. <laughs> How's it going? Pretty well, pretty well. We are off to a fantastic start here. <laughs> I swear, there's no alcohol involved, as far as anyone knows. Well, maybe on your end. <laughs> so, um, is it snowing up there yet? We had snow around Thanksgiving, uh -huh. uh, but nothing now. Okay. I'm originally from Rochester, so ah. I, I get the concept of snow and a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we have some stuff to talk about. Pendulum's having inquiring questions, and hopefully you have answers, or as I say, this will be very short and one-sided. <laughs> I'll do my best. Awesome. Um, so let's, let's jump right in and um, kind of start at the beginning for you what uh, what drew you dependent well i've always been interested in audio drama i used to listen to old-time radio as a kid um and you know listen to bbc stuff and so then i was online just surfing around and i stumbled across one of the shows that pendant was doing started listening and then basically listened to every show that pendant had going uh, <laughs> as one should I mean, it, it took me a couple of years to catch up on everything, but I got it all. Excellent. And uh, anything jump out at you from uh, back in the day? 
Well, I mean, a lot of the shows were really, really good. Um, I I like the the Dixie series, you know, Dixie Stember. Stember. Um, I like some of the early productions of Shakespeare that were, you know, that were the ones that were available then when I first started listening. Um, and I, and of course I like the Kingery. Uh, <laughs> One would hope, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's get to that. Okay. <laughs> um, after a very long run by, from the beginning by, uh, Carl Glassmeyer, you are now taking over the role of Asa. Yep. Which so what? Oh, Which was actually one of my favorite roles listening to. Oh, really? Yeah. What What drew you to Asa? Um, first, you know, he struck me at that, you know, especially in the early um, seasons, Asa was really good comic relief. Mm-hmm. Um, and comic roles always attracted me, um, you know, from when, you know, from any acting that I had done um, on stage and obviously now in audio. Um, so... So the character was just a, a very interesting character. It had, um, you know, th- there was a lot to it, and Carl did such a wonderful job with it um, that, yeah, you know, I mean, I just really liked the the character. Um, so actually, when the part became vacant, I, mean, I was actually a little nervous. I mean, I decided to audition, but I was a little nervous about it because I had heard what a wonderful job that Carl had done for six years. Mm-hmm. So it was a little daunting to step into his shoes. Yeah, what was that like? You've got yeah. this very well-established role that's had, especially in the, the later seasons, a ton of character development. Yeah, I, you know, that's why when I auditioned, I, I first tried to match up as well as I could to um, the characterization that Carl um, had. Because I, you know, coming on to you know to a role that's already been established, um, I didn't. My thought was trying to try to not make it a jarring change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you know, I tried to match a voice that I could do that was as close to the way Carl was doing Asa, mm-hmm. um, and see how that went. But it was saying, yeah, you know, it was it was a little anxious, especially you know before I could actually hear the first few episodes, um, you know, to basically hear how, how it came out. Okay. And what are you doing to to make it your own as opposed to just continuing? Well, you know, while I start, you know, while I started doing, trying to match the vocal quality as much as I could, I, I think my, my cadence, my pacing, my, some of my line interpretations are not, the same as Carl may have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, you know, I don't know anything about Carl's background, but I, you know, essentially try to tap into my own stuff in creating the character or continuing the character. Okay. Do you have any particular um, things that you draw on that you want to talk about? Well, I, you know, I've, I've been acting since I was a kid. Um, again, school plays, community theater, um, and had always um, done a lot of voices. I mean, even when I was growing up, I would um, read books, plays, comic books aloud, and attach different voices to different characters. Um, and as I would read um, the books, and now as, I'm, as I read 
the scripts, like for, you know, for the Kingery, um, I well, it's not you know, while it's not method acting, but I have always been able to sort of like get into the character and really hear in my head what the words sound like, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's how it then comes out. Okay, very cool. Um, do you have any particular um, favorite scenes that? Um, kind of stand out for you both from earlier seasons and the stuff that you've done so far that you can talk about and I will preface this with at the time of this recording Kingery I think episode eight, 8 has not yet nope. or has I it just I thought it just came out did it come out today or this week I th- yeah I, th- I think it just came out because I remember seeing the um, the posting on the Yahoo group about it coming out i think i think eight just came out um yes eight is out two days so, ago. sorry two days ago so up through episode eight so i in terms of the early seasons i this the scenes where um asa and tommy were sort of bonding when they were off planet um and where we basically learned who asa really was mm-hmm. um i mean that you know that's that sequence I really really enjoyed. Um, in terms of the newer stuff, um, you know I liked the I mean I really liked doing the episode of being the um, the Bachelor of the Year sort of thing. <laughs> um, I think that was, that was a really fun episode. You know, most the, eligible. The most eligible. That was the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah, that was that was that was a lot of fun. Um, the trickiest one for me was actually episode seven, mm-hmm. um, where you get where, to play with, socks the, playing the, you. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean that one. I, that one required a lot of uh, a lot of work. I mean, Renee and I actually um, did um, try to rehearse together via Skype. Oh, really? Um, you know, in, in trying to prepare for that scene, um, but that was the trickiest one and I'm you know I'm still not sure how well my part of it came through but that was by far the most challenging oh yeah that's fairly layered right there where um you know it's not just your interpretation of your character it's your interpretation of another character's interpretation of your character right so now did you and Renee work on any of the other scenes I I sometimes ask if people ever bounce stuff off any of their their castmates, and most of the time, um, people are just sending in lines um, and kind of going off the script, as opposed to um, at least this is the feedback that I've gotten from you know the the people I've interviewed previously. Was this something that you guys had wanted to do or had um, um, planned on doing? No, um, and I mean again, typically I've just you know done my own lines, you know, sort of acted out in my head how the other, the preceding line would have gone and then just did my own line. Mm-hmm. Um, with that sequence, um, Renee had actually reached out to me um, asking if I wanted to rehearse that one. Um, and I jumped at the chance because, you know, it, again, it involved being the other person and I wanted to try to do as good a job as I could to maintain the socks presence while coming out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually really happy that Renee had made the offer about rehearsing that one. 
and and for the record, Renee is awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. She um, is wonderful. And and you guys, that was a um, weird but well done scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Renee, Renee is is wonderful. I mean, she's a, I mean she's a wonderful actress, and you know, she I mean she wrote that episode. Right. Um, right. And again, that was uh, you know a really well written script. Yeah, and it had an, had also had um, a very neat twist to it um, with the whole storyline. So I'm eager to hear how that all plays out. I think in uh, the, at the end of episode eight, we start getting uh, the promos as to how how this is starting to play out. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, uh, it's a, it's, it's going to be a great ride. Yeah, I hear from uh, um, our last interview the. Uh, Last four episodes are a heck of a ride. Yep. <laughs> Definitely looking forward to it. Um, so <clears throat> you've also done, you said, uh, some Shakespeare. Yes. And when we connected earlier, uh, we were talking a little bit about you in Macbeth. you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I played Duncan in Macbeth, and um, I, I'd always been a huge Shakespeare fan um, probably starting when I was about eight years old, um, and I saw Richard Burton actually doing Hamlet on TV. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, that, I think, was the trigger for me to also become interested in acting. Um, and so then, I mean, I had a couple of older brothers who were significantly older than I was, and they had um, Shakespeare collections from their being in high school. Um, and so... That's when I actually started reading Shakespeare, um, not understanding a lot of it, but um, but falling in love with the um, with you know with some of the language and with the concept of acting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And was Macbeth a particular of particular interest to you, or oh, yeah, yeah, Macbeth is actually my favorite play. Oh, really? In the canon, yeah. Why is that? Um, I like. Well, you know, first off. To me, it's it's a very easy play to understand. Um, it's you know it's got a lot of action to it. So I mean, if you if you see productions of Macbeth, it's almost impossible to be bored by it. Um, the you know the the characters are um, are very you know are very strong, very interesting, very varied. Um, the supernatural component to it, you know, with the ghosts going through. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, so, and it's also a relatively short play. So again, um, less of a chance to potentially get bored by it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, and I've seen a lot of different productions of Macbeth, you know, mostly film versions, um, but also a couple of stage versions and have always, just always loved, you know, that play. Okay. And the fact that it's cursed is also a side, is a side benefit. Because uh, <laughs> nothing says Shakespeare like a good curse. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, um, other Shakespeare plays that you'd be interested in seeing or hearing Pendant do that you um, get into? Well, I mean, if... I I would definitely, I mean, I've wanted to audition for several others, but I just hadn't, you know, for one reason or another, I just hadn't been able to get the time in to do it. Um, But King Lear would be good. Um, I definitely go for that one. Um, You know, I I tend to like 
the tragedies and histories a lot more than the comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, any of the any of the Richard the Third would be a great thing to try. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, but I I'm gonna, hopefully I will have the the time to audition for some more you know some more as as Pendant does more Shakespeare. Okay. Well, Julius Caesar Act Two will be coming out soon, and then. Um... I think the guys said that we're going on to a comedy of errors after that. Right. So yes. that'll be neat. And uh, so maybe we'll hear you sometime down the road there. Well, comedy of errors, I think, has been cast. Okay. Um, so, But maybe the next one. I don't, I don't recall if the casting call list has been put out, at least as of our recording. It may be in, in this twip for, yeah. for all we know. Yeah, I mean, I know that the audition's closed. Right, right. Um, how about other pendant shows? Have you uh, looked at doing any seminar or? Uh... Um, you know, I have thought about. I have thought about, it and I probably. And again, time is actually the more difficult issue for me. You know, life gets in the way of pendant uh, <laughs> once in a while. Uh, I understand. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, so that so that's really been the limiting factor for me. Um, you know, if, you know, if I had unlimited time then i would probably audition for everything um so you know what i you know when i see the casting calls if the parts sound like anything that i think i could pull off well then i may try to audition um a lot of the you know i have auditioned for a couple of this a couple of seminar um episodes and had not gotten cast mm-hmm. um and you know i mean i look i look at all, at every casting call as they come out um, to see if there's something that might be, you know, worth me trying out for that I may, that I might have a shot at. Okay. You had mentioned earlier that you do stage acting. Mm-hmm. What, uh, is that yeah. professionally or is no. that? No, community theater. Okay. You know, okay. Purely amateur. Um, but I've been, like I said, I mean, I've been acting since I was a kid. You know, I was in like every... Not every non-musical play, because musicals were de- were definitely not something that I could really do, starting after my voice changed. Um, but I was doing all non you know non-musical plays in high school. I did a number in college, um, and then uh, for a while did nothing as I was you know did no theater as I was getting myself established working. Um, but then started to come you know to go back to doing. Um, community theater and you know I'd done you know I was averaging like three or four plays a year up until a couple of years ago where I had to slow down again mm-hmm. um, again life getting in the way ah uh, uh, life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay do you have any projects currently that uh, you want to promote or uh, maybe talk about a little bit uh, actually at the moment I have nothing going on <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean nothing to promote because uh, I mean right now the only acting, for example, that I'm doing is the only thing I've got going right now is the kingery. Um, you know, I'm not doing anything on stage at this point, mm-hmm. um, and you know so basically everything else is just sort of like you know work, family, uh, yeah, that sort of stuff. Very good. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time out to uh, sit down with me. It was my pleasure. Um, I've been enjoying your 
your take on Asa, and I'm looking forward to hearing more. Thank you. And can people find you online? Um, I actually have a very limited online presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I've got some connections with some um, people in the um, audio audio drama podcast through there. Um, but that's ba- that's basically my major presence. I've, you know, I've, I've, otherwise, I keep a very low profile online. Okay, fair enough. So, um, if people want to get a hold of me, they can find me on Twitter at jg underscore qa, or they can find me on Facebook www.facebook.com slash j o r d a n dot g o t t l i e b dot five zero three six, because that's what they assigned me. Um, Ah, Facebook. Yeah, it's... (laughs) Edward, thanks again. My pleasure. I very much appreciate you taking the time. And um, we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview, it's over. What if I don't want to pay attention? Yeah, story of your life. Okay, now listen. These are going to be your preview trailers, but since we don't have... Uh, twip in January, but it's the Pendy's results, so there won't be preview trailers in there. So we are going to give you the preview trailers for the rest of December and the first two weeks of January. Are you ready? Let's go. Dang. All right. Whoa. Let's go. Okay. Go. Coming out Wednesday, December 10th, Julius Caesar, Act 2. It must be by his death. And for my part, I know no personal cause to spurn at him, but for the general. He would be crowned. How that might change his nature, there's the question. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. Let us swear our resolution. No, not an oath. If not the face of men, the sufferance of our souls, the time's abuse... If these be motives weak, break off betimes every man hints to his idle bed. So let high-sided tyranny range on till each man drop by lottery. And for Antonia, think not of her, for she can do no more than Caesar's arm when Caesar's head is off. Yet I fear her, for in the ingrafted love she bears to Caesar... Alas, good Cassius, do not think of her. Lutus, my lord. Portia, what mean you? Wherefore rise you now? It is not for your health thus to commit your weak condition to the rock cold morning. Is Brutus sick? And is it physical to walk unbraced and suck up the humors of the dank morning? Is Brutus sick? And will he steal out of his wholesome bed to dare the vile contention of the night and tempt the roomy and unperjured air to add unto his sickness? Oh, ye gods. Render me worthy of this noble wife. The plot advances when Julius Caesar Act Two premieres on December 10th, 2014. Of all the wonders that I yet have heard, it seems to me most strange that men should fear, seeing that death, a necessary end, will come when it will come. Only at PendantAudio.com. Coming out Wednesday, December 17th, Tabula Rasa, Season 2, Episode 8. The aided self-prescription industry isn't as safe nowadays as it used to be. Next time on Tabula Rasa. 
McGrath attempts to relocate Lakeisha and her family. I can't do anything from here. If we were in D.C. I'm not going to D.C., Agent. Aaron and Liza meet with a familiar face. Hi there. You're Raphael's friends, yes? Dr. Brandon Walker. Wilson and Danica continue to butt heads. Cromwell approved this? Are we going to have a problem here? And Keith makes a new friend to settle an old score. What exactly do you want from me, then? I want in. New dreams are built on the ruins of old ones in Tabula Rasa Season 2, Episode 8, only at PendantAudio.com. Well, what's life without an unforeseen shake-up every now and again? Coming out Wednesday, December 31st, Seminar 60! Next time on Seminar. Good morning, Abigail. My name is Dr. Loeb. How are you? Fine. Do you know why you're here? I think so. Abigail, please don't be nervous. I'm not nervous, but you are. I need to show you something, Abigail. Reveal the chamber, please. And then... I have a mission for you. Whatever it is, I don't want any part of it. How dare you! How dare I? I am a god! You are my champion, my loyal servant. When I call, you come. I need a mortal to do this. All right. What's the job? And back in the classroom. What the hell? Where am I? Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. They actually did it. Greetings, students. Calm down. Everything is all right. He says everything's all right, but can it really be? something again. How are they going to hurt us now? Why am I hungry? Find out what happens when Seminar Episode 60 comes out on Wednesday, December 17th, 2014. Only at PendantAudio.com. Coming out Wednesday, January 7th, The Kingery, Season 7, Episode 9. Keep it as short as you can, Gray. I'm kind of swamped. Next time on The Kingery. Oh, yeah. The rules. The special, special rules. The rules are not helping. The rules are hurting. The rules said I had to kill one of my wrenches because his daughter had a moment of doubt. There is a good reason for that rule. You need to keep control. My feeling definitely this is... Even better than I expected! Mamma, I hope you would approve. Oh, you brought the last Armagosa to me for me to kill! We will do it together, child, and Chelsea on air! Kenneth, I love Tommy, but I'm absolutely straight with you. Whoa, Gray. I've never heard you use the L word. Let's just deal with one absurd claim at a time. It may be absurd, but it's a fact, and I don't care how stupid it sounds. I love him. Only at PendantAudio.com And one more thing. Where's the line you won't cross? And coming out Wednesday, January 14th, Julius Caesar, Act 3, Part 1. The Ides of March are come. Aye, Caesar. 
but not gone. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. Are we all ready? What is now amiss that Caesar and his senate must redress? Most high, most mighty, and most puissant Caesar, Metellus Ember throws before thy seat a humble heart. I must prevent thee, Simber. These couchings and these lowly courtesies might fire the blood of ordinary men and turn pre-ordinance and first decree into the law of children. I kiss thy hand, but not in flattery, Caesar, desiring thee that Publius Simber may have the mediate freedom of repeal. What, Brutus? Oh, Caesar. Hence, wilt thou lift up Olympus? Great Caesar. Doth not Brutus bootless kneel? Speak, hands for me! Fate and history collide when part one of Julius Caesar, Act Three, premieres on January 14th, 2015. Only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done. And that's the end of our 2014 twips. Yay! Woo! What are you doing? You're smoothing my eyebrow. Why are you smoothing my eyebrow? You got hair sticking out of your face. It's, it's just weird. trying to get to you because you're so pretty. It's uh, all like, ooh. Yeah, that doesn't make me feel There's better. There's my eyebrows. Ooh. It's bad. Ooh. Stop it! My eyebrows can woo if they, they want. They do not woo. They just did. I don't think so. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com. That new pretty website. You've checked it out, haven't you? You better go check it out. It's awesome. You're like way into everybody. Checking everything out. Check it out! Yeah. And our Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. Our Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendantaudio. The Twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendantweb. And the Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. We will see you back here in January with the results of your 2014 Pendy Awards! Yay! This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. Ooh. Why are they deeper eyebrows? Ew. You need some suspenders and a can of fake peanut brittle. That's how you make somebody laugh. What if I don't want to pay attention? Yeah, story of your life. Let's go! Let's go!